office goes extreme. Well, not that extreme. I mean, it's, I suppose, fairly extreme, but not so much that you'd think, I really can't bear to watch this. It's too difficult to watch. Nothing like that. This generally is because Tommy Dreamer's here and his influence and his reputation goes before him. And so we've got a kendo stick match. That will be um, the problem child, A-Rob, Aaron Roberts, versus Mike Anthony. Yeah, I like Mike Anthony's work a lot. I like Aaron Roberts' work too. I'm not saying I don't. He did offer to come and put his foot somewhere. But not seen him here yet. Did I advise him to get on a plane and come over? I don't know why he hasn't. Maybe he's just busy. Anyway, first of all, we've got Ben Bishop out. Calls himself now B-T-double-B. Big trouble. Ben Bishop. B-T-double-B just sounds a little bit too long. It sounds like something you'd get in a fast food restaurant. I'd like the B-T-double-B, please. Blimey, it's six foot eight. Yeah, that's uh, £400, please. Or $500, if you like. Anyway, he, he comes out. Pete Pranica, by the way, is joining uh, Dostin and Terrence. Pete is joining them. It's a three-man booth. Very nice. Now, at one point, Ben does the kind of, all I hear is, boo, boo, boo. He's trying to get the fans to boo. They don't. Out comes Gun Show. He says, why don't we just have a fight right now? Why don't we do the whole show right now? And, of course... Ben won't do that. He wants to wait because he's got the cash in. He's got a shiny cup. He's got a shiny cup. And he won't, um, as opposed to a golden ticket, you know. And he won't tell us when he's going to cash in, which is fair enough, actually. But then it'll be next week. So he will tell us. It's next week. Whether or not that happens, I don't know. If it was me, I'd probably say, I'm going to make you wait a bit longer. As he said last week, I want people to have to buy another ticket. Quite right. Anyway, DDT, Diana Taylor, who's got such cheers rather than jeers since she left the Hollywood clique, versus Nixie XS, who I've seen in EPW. And um, by the way, Dustin mentions the cheers. Quite right. There's a crossbody from um, from Diana for a two count. Some big Nixie kicks. Nixie kicks and one to the back. Then uh, Nixie... Um, Diana has enough of this and drives her to the buckles but Nixie's back with a running co-breaker which is lovely actually she then rubs Diana Taylor's eyes across the top rope yeah um, you've got grit in your eyes boom boom yeah as, uh, as the song doesn't go and then there's a snapmare neck breaker which is lovely actually it's called by Dostar I think and quite right basement drop kick then the DDT for the pin she sort of counters it, gets around the front, DDT, pin, not bad at all, this match. The best one I've seen Diana Taylor in since I, start, since I started watching her, I think, actually. Here comes Tommy Dreamer. Now, I mean, he knows what he's doing with promos, and he does mention that his mum passed away last week, or a week ago, and he wants to be with his wrestling family, and that's quite right. There were thank you, Tommy, Tommy Chance. Not thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Tommy Chance. And out come the posse. Because he, he's just lost his mum. I mean, this is done quite often with wrestling, you know, and, and, and Tommy's a great professional. Um, and it is great for him to be there after, he, after his mum has just passed, which is really good. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's well-deserving of the chance. But out come the posse, who, as Dustin kind of, or Terence, kind of explain, 
Well, we thought they were going to hang it up for good, and now they're not. What happened there then? Because though it wasn't a swerve. Those promos were too heartfelt for that, I reckon. Anyway, here we go. They attack Tommy. Simon's got a chain, wraps it round his face. Then uh, Chris, Mr. Chris, puts some respect on that man's name. Yes. Holds him. Well, there's a huge Simon punch. It was a bit... Well, I've seen it before, but... It furthers things. I just don't know what's going to happen with the, with the posse. And I'm a bit confused and a bit cheesed off that we're not going any further. Because I was taken in by those really great vignettes of maybe it's time to hang up the spikes, all that. Then we've got Tim Grind. Never, I've never heard of Tim Grind, but apparently he is a, a, an alumnus in Memphis wrestling. Dustin comes in just to seal that deal. He is an alumnus because here's Dustin saying welcome. Yeah. Alan Angels is coming, by the way. Now, I like Alan Angels' work and I'm so pleased He's coming up. That'll be good to see. Your next match is um, Derek and Ray Ray versus the number one contenders. Not really. It's Steel Cross, Ethan Steele and Alex Cross, who I've seen before in EPWFI or another federation promotion. They're good, but they don't get anything in here. And they're not the number one contenders, are they? Because they're making their debut. Is it another open challenge? They don't even say that. Come on now. There are other... Tag teams out there. What about Country Rock? Oh, no, they've gone, haven't they? Now, the posse. Oh, no, no, they're, they're, they're hanging it up, aren't they? I suppose it might have to be Steel Cross. So there's a, a early on, a Derek Slam. Then he holds, I think it's, is it Ethan Steele for a Ray Ray axe handle off the top to the armpit area? Yeah, oh, the armpit hair. That hurts, you see. Then you've got a pop-up drop kick from Ray Ray, which is lovely. He gets a full extension on that. Derek Superkick and the splash from Ray Ray for the pin. It was meh. That's it. Not great, but then you need to build something up for this team, don't you, really? By the way, Austin and Nikki Lane have been suspended, and Dustin doesn't care if they ever come back. Tough talk, but I suspect they will come back. And I, for one, want to see them come back because I really like this storyline. And last week, it was the best moment of Memphis wrestling in that episode. By the way, Maurice and Tuma, Kay Tuma, will have a tables match next week. And they won't be just sitting down to eat some food. They'll be destroying tables, I hope. That'll be interesting, won't it? It continues extreme next week. Jimmy Blaylock is going to be facing Colton Cage, Casanova Colton Cage. So he needs a training regimen. And they'd, I mean, they'd teased this earlier. I thought, oh, a bit worried about this spot. But actually, it was really good. Jimmy talking tough about his match with a, with a dummy. Got a dummy in a headlock, slams him. They, he then tries to go up to the top rope and everybody stops him, including Mr. Vane. Calling Mr. Vane stops him going up there, which is good, actually. Then he says he's got a new move, the Tupelo Tornado, which is basically him spinning around on the spot and hitting a punch. I suppose it's the, similar to the Texas Tornado, isn't it? That's why he's done it, isn't it? I suppose, isn't it? It's good, though, isn't it? Yeah. And then he, he sits down, needs water, and then needs a chocolate bar. He's handed a towel. It stinks. This is horrible. It stinks, he says. Opens it out. It's the Memphis Grizzlies towel. So, of course, he says, that's why it stinks. Good work, you know. Very nice. Now, your main event, Aaron Roberts versus Mike Anthony with that kendo stick match. Roberts comes out with one. Mike Anthony, he's got two. 
yeah, that, very nice. As he, he smacks Roberts early, but then he smacked into the ring post himself. There's a urinagi from Roberts on the apron with authority, actually. He chokes Mike Anthony with a stick. And then Mike Anthony tries to go for a shoulder tackle, bounces off Roberts, launches himself. It looked great. Really good selling from Mike Anthony there. By the way, Tommy Dreamer will be here next week. Hence the extremeness of next week's show. Then you've got Roberts missing a problem bomb. Kendo shots are exchanged, just in case gets one. <laughs> yes. And then suddenly, two hooded men attack Mike. They both got kendo sticks. They hit a clothesline. Then there's a triple power bomb, which is, I mean, it's a thing of beauty for the pin. And uh, I don't know who these people are. I suspect we won't know. Maybe we will, I don't know. But as Dustow says, can't Aaron Roberts win on his own? No, I don't think he can. But then when you're in a, a nefarious heel, that's what you do, isn't it? You can do that. That's what Mike Anthony did, didn't he? When he brought in... Da- what, was, what was he called? Money Mike? Yeah, when he bought um, Bruce and... Uh, What's the other one called? How Quickly We Forget. Oh, dear. Anyway, that's what you do when you're a heel. And I can't complain about that. This was pretty good. It wasn't as extreme as it could have been, but it was nicely done. Good characters, some nice wrestling, great Saturday morning fair, and it's one of the best promotions doing this, in this way, in wrestling at the moment. Enjoy it, because I thought there might be a cycle, or, you know, some wrestling promotions are good, then they're not so good. That's not happened to Memphis, and that is very, very rare. Ta-ta.